0: Hello everyone, this is Indie Radio broadcast number 27. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into programming. I'm your host, Fred Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States.
1: I'm a co-host, Ian, broadcasting from the East Coast of the United States with Mike.
2: I'm also a co-host... I'm Mike, obviously, and I'm from the East Coast, and I'm not broadcasting live. I'm actually a robot. Ian Bot, Mike Bot.
0: Right, and then updated. (laughs) We have with us Danny. Hello. He's hello. He's who we're interviewing today. So, yeah. And I
3: make video games. Lucky. I only make music.
0: It's just amazing, isn't it? Anyway, we're going to get to our news right after this. Risking on his pants. <sighs> had to tell everyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so today, today we're going to start out our news with the Stencil Jam 2012. They teamed up with Newgrounds, and they're having a jam from May 1st, so it just started about a week and a half ago, and it goes all the way till Ju- July 31st. So that's two, three months.
2: It's a long jam.
0: Three, Yeah, three months. <clears throat> uh, they only have three requirements. Well, <laughs> technically only two of them are in- requirements one is include the stencil jam button available in black or white and link it to the jam page Two, take your submissions with both stencil and stencil jam 2012 and then the third one is if you choose to include Best ads one. please use their api which is basically advertising for them <coughs> Ta-da. ian would you like to list off the
1: prizes first place Nope, let's start with the worst and save the best for last. Third place, $200. Second place, $300. And in first place, $500.
2: You didn't say it right. You go, $500! Well, that's why
1: Mike should have been... I'm saying <sighs> it anyways. I wasn't programmed to do that. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm updated to the newest version
2: of Microsoft Speak. Well, yeah, I just not know. do like have to
0: postpone it. Are, are we supposed to be using Microsoft software on the show? That that sounds
3: sketchy. Yes, sir. Uh Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. (laughs) All right.
0: And also, um, Newgrounds also has a Robot Day competition. And if you submit your game on July 10th, not by on July 10th, with a robot theme, you can also win prizes from that competition. So,
2: sounds pretty cool to me.
0: we should make games of ourselves.
3: Ooh,
2: I like this. I don't know about that. It might explode people's hearts.
1: True. I kinda of think it's losing the whole idea of what a jam is when you know it's really just a competition. Jams were originally meant to be like the shorter, like, oh, it's like a weekend exactly. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, this is a jam. It's also a uh, three months or two months long, you know? I mean and the <laughs> It's just kinda of ridiculous. But um Anyways, next with the news, we have IndieCade's Indie Game Showcase will be presented at E3. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Makes me happy. Yes, yes, I can tell.
2: <laughs> that wasn't me.
1: <laughs> oh
2: god, that sounded... Wait, was that bread? You don't want to hear my sound. I muted myself. <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so let's look at your pants on and continue. Um, zip. The result of a collaborative effort between PlayStation... And See, I didn't introduce this one yet. That, that was going to be Mike. What, what the
2: hell is this? Nah, I'm pretty sure it was Ian right. wasn't here. Ian wasn't here for show. was there.
1: I didn't read this one yet. <laughs> God.
2: All right, okay, so, right, so right, basically uh, IndieCade uh, is I, going to be help help presenting... Okay. I Ready?
0: Who, who's, who's doing this?
2: <laughs> so basically... PlayStation and the uh, the indie guys are teaming up and everything, which it really doesn't make any sense because PlayStation isn't very indie. But basically, you're going to be seeing some indie games at E3 this year, which is awesome because it's about time we get some recognition on the show floor, right? It's great. Mm-hmm. Although, I do want to go against what you just said because Journey, that was
0: an indie game, and that, like, if you go... If that you went on
2: fantastic. The, yeah, if oh you went God, on the PlayStation Store. that game, buy
0: it. <laughs> if you went on the PlayStation Store while it was being, uh, like announce some stuff that was their background of the store and like you there were advertisements everywhere so i don't know if you'd want to really say that they're not well, they're know, indie orientated maybe they're becoming more to
2: be honest i think that microsoft is more indie now that sounds mm-hmm. stupid right off the bat but, but i mean Live with the, the arcade and stuff yeah and, and no but they have the indie game section too and there's some so, excellent mm-hmm. games on there like zombie estate yeah, is a great point. game indie like one dollar you can buy it and it's fantastic And it's an indie game that wouldn't have been on PlayStation because they don't support the really small games.
0: Mm -hmm. But PlayStation is becoming more indie, obviously with the release of uh, journey and the IndieCade stuff. But also, uh, on our last show, we announced the PlayStation Suite open beta. And right now it's, I believe, at version 0.98. Yeah, it's at 0.98. And basically, you can use this development kit... It's an open beta, and you can create games for all Sony devices, including uh, the smartphones, like uh, my PlayStation phone, tablets, uh, the new Vita. <laughs> PlayStation Three. <PS3. phone. laughs> no, just kidding. Continue. Ouch. So, <clears throat> you know,
2: <clears throat> the only one that
0: I don't really see indie stuff coming out on now is the Wii. Although nobody knows anything about the Wii now, I haven't heard about it in years. I.
2: But Wii U is gonna have Android support, so I figured that that might.
1: Is it really? Pretty sure.
2: Just huh. the Wii and gone Wii really?
1: a long time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, I think the tablet's going to be running some type
3: of modified Android operating I thought system. Thought the tablet just like streamed images. I didn't know it actually had like a processor in it. Nope, no, it has yeah. its own processor,
2: and it um that's why the Wii U the system is very cheap, but God, the control is so are, confusing. It, it, trust me, it's not going to be called that. I've already been updated. Oh yeah,
0: they, they've had talk about renaming it. I think I read that in uh, Game Informer they or
2: should, something. They should name it something like the Nintendo... I don't know. Anything would be better. The Nintendo They should wave, call it the wave, Us. The Nintendo, the Nintendo Cloud would even be better. <laughs> Let, they should call it okay. Us with
0: two S's or two U's. Because it's kind of like we, But it's
2: Us. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> no thanks.
0: Yep, so next up is the uh, Indie All-Stars Bundle.
2: Um, Mike's going to take music. it from <laughs> Yeah, well, to paraphrase, basically they're having uh, 10 albums, and I'm pretty sure that the current norm for the donations are $7.75, so if you donate more than that, you get some EPs. Um, I mean, we have Pac-Man Fever here. It has some really great... Uh, music that you're gonna want to check out. And it's cheap, it's one of those donate anything you want things, and it all goes to a good cause, so I recommend you check it out. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um if if you want to hear what some of the titles are, it's uh there's Pac-Man Fever, uh PP PP PP, which is obviously the V V V V V soundtrack. On that. Uh, the Silent City And there's some other stuff, and the page isn't loading for me all of a sudden.
2: It just throws up. I accidentally may have L O I C it.
0: But uh, they also have a little demo of some of the songs at the bottom of the page. Uh, There's 14 tracks that you can listen to on the site. via. I think it's a Flash Player or HTML5, I'm not sure. The page just crashed for me, so, yeah, sad day.
2: Good job.
0: All right, Ian, you want to take the next news topic?
1: Uh, Super Meat Boy iOS. Woohoo! Pretty much. As we talked to Edmund and everything, obviously he doesn't plan on, you know, doing the whole retarded controller on screen or anything like that. Uh, I guess we've heard that's actually might be more like Cannibalt or something on iOS. Yeah. And it's just an entirely new game as opposed to just trying to port over Super Meat Boy or anything like that. So, obviously, many people are excited about it, including myself and, I think, both Brett and Mike.
2: I am very excited, certainly, yes. But I have a really, really strange thought right now. Why, when you have a game like Binding of Isaac that would fit perfectly on a touchscreen, why would you go with Super Meat Boy? Not saying it's a bad idea, just saying, like, they could have ported Binding of Isaac, and it would have probably worked much better and gotten much faster and smoother. That game has so many
3: different keys that you have to use, yeah.
2: though. You need well, like I mean, two joysticks, and that's not the type of thing Edmund would want to do. Mm, well, I mean, joystick games work great on that. I mean, um, Beat Hazard works great. That's a two-joystick game. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, if you do it right, that's very, very intuitive on the touchscreen. But, I mean, that may have worked a little bit better. I mean, Super Meat Boy is a game think... about precision.
3: Mm-hmm. I think Edmund hates virtual controls too much to let that happen. So yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen.
0: Um, for those that are listening in, if you want to listen to indie radio broadcast number 24 afterwards, we did an interview with Edmund McMillan where I talked about all this stuff and he briefly mentioned maybe having Super Meat Boy on the iOS. You know, he said that there was a possibility of it or something like that. I'm trying to keep it all secret <laughs> or whatever. But he basically talked about how he really, really, really doesn't like controls in most games. Uh, He said that most mobile games, in his words, he said, absolutely suck. You know, there's a few that are good, like uh, Cut the Rope, he said was one of them. And that's because they were designed for the uh, platform and the way that, you know, the controls work. You know, they're very smooth and they work. But he said that other than that, he hates the design of most games' controls, so... Um, he said that they're going to try to do this with Super Meat Boy, and they said that they really hope that they don't screw up. <clears throat> and Super Meat Boy is a lot simpler with the controls, like we were saying earlier, so I think the
2: Binding Isaac would well, just be
0: crazy trying to do that. To be
2: honest, going with something else we've interviewed, we interviewed for Beer and uh, they talked about their touchscreen experience, and that just shows that it can work if it's done right, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion. So, I mean, virtual controls are unfortunately for some people the future, I think. I mean, we'll go back and forth between touchscreens and virtual buttons and stuff, but eventually a lot of devices are not going to have buttons anymore, and we're really going to need to figure out how to do it with the touchscreen. Hey,
1: you also got an accelerometer and <laughs> gyrometer.
2: Oh, joy. I <laughs> will stick with my Bluetooth it's NES controller. even worse. <laughs>
1: What we're well, talking I mean, about... If you're in a car, you don't want to use that, ever. You're exactly. sitting there, you're trying to tilt, and next thing you know, you go for a bump, like a freaking pothole, and you're screwed.
3: You also yeah. shouldn't play video games when you're driving. So. <laughs> I didn't say you are driving, I said you in a car. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, what
0: well, we're talking about Eben McMillan, <clears throat> The Binding Isaac, Wrath the Lamb, has been announced to come out on May 28th for $3 on Steam. New to the DLC will be 100-plus items... 5 plus chapters, 20 plus enemies, 15 plus bosses, and 5 uh, music tracks by Danny Baranowski, unlockable character, Samson, and then in quotation says The Berserker, and a final, final chapter, and a boss with new endings. McMillan said...
2: And the if f- you haven't pre-ordered it yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, Macmillan said can- that they're not going to be doing anything, uh, or any more ex- expansions for Isaac, because they're going to be developing Super Meat Boy for the iOS... Um, and he said that it's going to be full-time, and once it's going, he's not going to do anything more with anything else. <clears throat> Alright, <clears throat> so, um, Mike, do you want to take the Game Salad
2: article? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I think you should do it. iPhone.
0: Oh yeah, you're on your iPhone. Shoot. The way you did it was so perfect.
2: You know, you know, I might have to do it then. You guys can talk for a few more minutes about that touchscreen. A few more <laughs> seconds, maybe. <laughs> There's the link if you need that touchscreen. Yeah. Or what we could do is I'm, we I'm, could I'm jump using, to the I'm next. I'm using things. my touchscreen right now to go to the article, and it's working fine. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Ian, why don't why don't we take <laughs> out? No, it's not wait, made by Microsoft. I'll Microsoft. You're Game sound. Game sound. Oh, just click on Van Vambier. Really?
1: Oh, that's, that's quite
2: well, I think we've just proved the touchscreen theory. Here we go. <laughs> so, GameSalad yes. has officially announced its partnership with Tencent. So, what is Tencent? We'll start with that because you probably don't know what that is. It is the largest internet company in China. Wait, I thought they varying... were a toilet paper company. I don't oh, know, but they're the th- third largest in the world, though. So, okay. If that's not intimidating enough, they have hundreds of millions of users waiting to kill us all. They're billions, thriving. it's China. They're thriving. Exactly, yeah. It's China. I mean, you really think there's millions? How about billions? They don't even have a square foot of... Never mind. No more China rant. Okay, so they wanted to uh, partner with a company that has a deep understanding of how to perform with its users. So, I guess China apparently knows how to talk to its users or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um, why China? Because China recently overtook the U.S., if you didn't know. Oh, right? they didn't? Wow, this is a fascinating As the article. the largest smartphone company in the world. Woo. Well, market in the world, I guess. I guess China kind of makes all the smartphones, though, so I guess they are kind of the company. Oh, so that's why they are, my are is falling apart. Uh, I see. It's a very attractive opportunity for mobile game makers. So basically what happened was Game Salad partnered up with Tencent in China, and now you can expect to have a lot more games being distributed a lot faster and a lot more widespread, so it's awesome. But, Mike, why did they choose Tencent? Because Tencent is huge, man, in China. I just said that, man. Huge. They're they're like the future, man. They're the future. Well... They have atomic bombs that shoot out of their wrist. Seriously? Yeah, they're huge. Damn. Well, what's next? I don't know, man. I don't know what's next. (laughs) The world domination. (laughs) Game seller games everywhere. if uh, (laughs) If you are interested in... Potential distribution distribution opportunities in China. You can get some more details in the coming weeks. And uh, Basically, they're going to help distribute games. So, it's awesome. So, yeah, you can give your
0: games to people who don't speak your
2: language. So, they won't understand.
0: That's what we have Google Translate for, Brent. God.
2: And then you can make your own little call center in India. Oh, sweet. I always wanted one of those. That'd be awesome. I really want one. I really want one. Now, speaking of distributors being dicks, well, be next, don't. well,
0: let's skip
1: the next article and go into the one that Mike just led into. Hey, that. man, it's a better transition, okay? It, it is. is a really good I said, transition. I don't know. now. Anyways, <laughs> electronic PA arts indie bundle ruffles yeah. feathers, which is a terrible pun, but I love it anyways. Um. So, yeah, on Twitter, there's been a lot of talk about how EA is having an indie bundle, as they claim it is. Though, this is, of course, EA, which is a mega-publisher, and Notch has been saying quite a bit about it, <laughs> saying that it's not, it's like, really... He doesn't even consider Mojang to be indie at all anymore, because really it not I mean, they've made millions of dollars and whatnot. In the but, past uh, week, they've made millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the export. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, so, basically... It's just, it's EA, and they're claiming that's an indie bundle when I can't even...
2: <sighs> now, I've been thinking about this a little, and I'm going to ramble for like 10 seconds. So I promise I'll stop myself. But I think the word indie has become more attractive to people who buy games. Because when you look at it, I mean, you think big-budget games, you think Call of Duty, you think the same exact experience every time, but with indie games you can always have an interesting experience, and you know that if you buy it, you're going to at least enjoy it for what it is, and it's more artistic and stuff like that. So I think just slapping the word indie onto anything anymore gives it more value to gamers, so. I don't know, man. (sighs) Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like our radio station. (laughs) Well, with the silence there. And there.
0: And here. And there.
3: And in the there!
0: In the air. <clears throat> uh, Dan Marshall said <laughs> that uh, we're simply going to have to come up with a new word for indie. One that's clearly defined and the man can't take it away from us. He then also continued. He said, let's gather up some indies together for a quick triple-A bundle. Then seems then some we'll square. So yeah, um, we should definitely actually do that. That would be quite interesting ruffles feathers tweets
1: let's see what you did there
0: Hmm. yeah but then again the people that did get published were indie developers but now their game is published making them not indie so hmm. so it isn't like EA published games and then those are in the bundle right no, they're not EA games. They're actual okay. indie games, but they're being published by EA, thus eliminating the indie part of it.
2: Hmm. All in all, it's EA. They're stupid. We knew that already. Yeah. The the
0: <laughs> and there's nothing artistic about the electronic. Speaking of Twitter. Company. First,
2: just saying. What? I'm not quite sure <laughs> I love what it. you're <laughs> trying to say. Indie Burst should be like the mother of my children, man.
1: Oh, yeah. It is the mother of my children.
2: Is, are you trying Indie to, Burst,
0: yeah. I love childhood.
2: <laughs> are you trying to open up an advertising
0: point for us, Ian?
2: No, maybe. Indie Burst, it's the best thing <coughs> since egg crates. Since egg crates? Sliced bread. That's pretty freaking awesome.
0: Is that even possible?
2: Egg creams came out after sliced bread. Therefore, it has been taken over.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, so for our, so our final piece of nice news... like spread that. Ian, quiet. Sorry.
0: For our final Sorry. piece of news...
1: Sorry, father.
0: <laughs> Vlambeer's Postmortem on Gun Gods. Oh, uh, it's a three-page article, and you guys obviously don't want us to read all that. Maybe you do, but we're not going to, because oh, obviously me, that would take forever. <clears throat> anyway, they talked about what went right, what went wrong. It's a typical, you know, postmortem. And we're just going to kind of talk about their key points. They said that uh, inter- interrogative design and instant pro- prototyping went right.
2: Intuitive for all of you English speakers out there. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, having a simple game... Uh, gameplay, weapons, and style—those all went really well for them, and it's pretty interesting looking at some of these pictures because they have the like two D version that you look at because they use Game Maker. Level it or design. Not. Yes. it's pretty surprising that they use Game Maker because they just polish their game so well. That it Shut up! Just use like. Game Maker! Come on!
2: Shut up! For I love Game Maker. <clears throat> but um, Why don't you just go marry
0: Game Maker then?
2: <laughs> okay. They even uh, have
0: some pictures
2: of their notebooks,
0: which is, which is really cool. And uh, obviously, whoever this is has beautiful, beautiful handwriting. Um, I can read most of the words. <clears throat> and then they said, what went wrong? The First World, The Rat King, um, Scope, running too many projects at once, and then the final one was it made them listen to Tupac. <laughs> Um, they said that they strive to leave a mark in culture with gun gods, and, yeah. And in the conclusion, they just talked about how it was a blast to make it, um, they talked about, or they spent some time watching a video of it that somebody uploaded, which is pretty cool, and then they conclude it with saying, peace out, bitches.
2: That's what Brett tells us when he hangs up the call. (laughs)
1: But then I just
2: say, bitch, please, so whatever. Obviously.
0: The Indie Game Engine 2013? I I just jumped in the uh, IRC. Oh, yeah, for those of you that want to join us in our IRC, we uh, allow you to talk to people, or, well... Yes, we allow you to. Yeah, you you can talk with people. You you can talk with us while we're interviewing uh, Danny later, and you can actually ask some questions in... The. <laughs> now everyone's going the smart us. Um, during the interview, I am smart. And then. You can
2: use your keyboard in your monitor to send us text file images of letters that pop up on our screen.
0: Mike doesn't know anything. He, uh, he's a Microsoft project or product.
2: <clears throat> oh man. Beta testing Windows 8, man. It's so great, it can totally not run Minecraft. Can it not? <laughs> It can't. Also, about it Minecraft. It, um, OpenGL hasn't been ported to it in the version that Minecraft currently uses, so it actually crashes. Wow. Oh, and it also disconnects from my internet every time I turn off my monitor. Wow. That's yep. retarded. So thanks, Microsoft. Now I have to go find my Windows 7 disk, which I can't find, so now I'm stuck with your new operating system. whoop Um,
0: about Minecraft, earlier you guys were saying something about the Xbox version. Is that already out?
2: Yes, sir. Came out on the 9th, I believe. Already ordered it. Huh. Own it. Played it. Works really good. Controls work well. And, uh, I, I guess it sold already, so. like 2 trillion
0: already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have it on my PlayStation phone, and the controls for that are pretty awesome. Is it, um, is it uh, left trigger? To, uh, like, place blocks and right to delete? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's exactly how it is. And um,
2: crafting works fantastic, by the way. So that's good. And uh, has... Sp- oh, wait. Never mind. I just came up with a really great story we need to talk about that I can bring up and you guys can talk about. Um okay. It apparently does not support split screen in standard definition. Only high definition TVs can play split screen. What? Because the menus were apparently too hard to read in standard def on co-op. So... so... if you're
1: using standard definition, you suck anyways. It sucks
2: to suck. So I you know, but yourself. I mean... I mean, but do you think is. they should, like, refund be held liable people? for anyone who
1: actually kills themselves because of the Because it show. doesn't...
2: <laughs> it doesn't really say, like, you can't play co-op if you don't have HD. And people what? are complaining, like, I only bought this for split-screen, and I can't even play it on split-screen.
0: Well, they shouldn't... Just take it out for standard definition. I mean, if you have standard definition, you obviously have a crappier TV, meaning that the quality is not going to be that good. That's your fault. I mean, exactly.
2: That's what I thought.
0: I mean, I don't. I mean, it's not like Minecraft is the only only game
2: that does that. I mean, I can't read the text in Skyrim when I'm playing without an HDMI cable.
0: Yeah, that's retarded.
2: But yeah, they sold like two trillion. So yeah.
0: Neos just said, welcome to Minecraft, unless you have 8 gigs of RAM,
2: you'll have 10 frames per second. I get, I get a decent <laughs> frame rate. It's basically 8-bit oh, games. 8 gigs RAM, I was about to say. It could, it could run fair. on my Sega Genesis, and it can't even be played on my new computer.
0: <laughs> yes. So, Java is sucky. I don't know.
2: Yeah, uh, Give or take, maybe Sega 32X. <clears throat> so... Extra 16 bits make a difference. That would
0: be the beautiful news. All right, so uh, right after this, we're going to do our interview with Danny... Mike's just had to leave during the music, so he didn't quite say goodbye. Be back as soon as possible. We love you, Mike. Bye, Mike. So, uh, Danny, basically, most people probably don't know you, so would you like to give yourself a little introduction on who you are, what you feel you're known for, if you are known?
3: Uh, I'm a very unknown indie developer. I'm 18 years old, still in high school, sort of. And, uh, I make iPhone, iPad games. I made a game and released it last week called Exponential Invasion, which is like a number puzzle game, kind of like Sudoku or chess. It's, uh... Yeah, it's doing well.
0: (laughs) Yep, um... Yeah, you contacted us and then sent us your, um game exponential invasion how
3: long were you developing it um like six or seven months on and off just kind of like on my spare time so so you said that it's
0: kind of like sudoku
3: How, how exactly does the game work well you have like this grid this five by five grid and you have numbers all over the grid and it's kinda like a math puzzle game because you move these numbers around and you can add them together, but you can only add greater numbers to lesser numbers. So it turns into this game of like trying to overpower the other numbers and that's how you beat each puzzle and yeah. Hmm. I looked at the
0: uh, screenshots. I don't have an iOS device, so I wasn't quite able to try it out. I'm sorry about that. So, I see that the 8s are blue. Yes,
3: uh, well, it just depends. Uh, There's blue numbers on the grid, and when you overpower those numbers, you win the level. So, So that's kind of the goal of the game.
0: So, in this one, I see that there's a 4 and an 8, so I'd want to turn that into a 10, and then go over by the 8 and destroy it. Yes. Huh, that's pretty cool. And then when I destroy the eight with the ten, does it does it add on? So then it's eighteen. Uh,
3: it'll add if it's two white numbers adding together. But if it's a blue number, all the numbers that are involved just get destroyed. So ah, gotcha. It's where it becomes challenging.
0: Huh. <clears throat> so hmm, you you said that it's for the uh, iOS,
3: right? Yep, Your- iPhone, iPad. Um what did you develop it in? Um Objective C, just basic uh programming language for the iPhone. Didn't use an engine or anything, just kind of hmm.
0: So you did it completely by yourself. Yes, nice. <clears throat> um what would you say was the hardest part of developing the game?
3: Um making levels I don't know, making levels for a puzzle game I had no idea was so difficult. There's so much you have to think about, and it takes a lot of thinking and planning, and especially a game about math, because you have to, like, think ahead, and yeah, that was probably the most difficult part. And Just making good puzzle levels is difficult. Mm-hmm. Making them challenging enough and... uh Making the level progression work and not just be too easy the whole game. And that's probably the most difficult part.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, $3, I see. How many uh, yes. downloads have you had?
3: How many what?
0: How many downloads?
3: A few hundred, actually. Not wow. much, but it's been doing well. Well, that's good. Um,
0: hmm. I'm not sure what else to ask. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about the game?
3: Um, not really. Uh, I'm, I'm working on more levels and just going to add more levels to it, add more stuff to it. I'd like to build in some sort of level editor so people can make their own puzzles and it'll take some time though, so. Okay. Yeah, that's
0: about it. So what other games have you developed
3: over the course of the years? <laughs> I've made this other game called Ghost Runner, which is also an iPhone game. That one's free, so anyone can download it for free. It's kind of the first game I ever made, or published. Not made, but published, so. It's kind of an eight-bit arcade type of game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I just opened it up. It's very blue.
3: <laughs> yes, it is very blue. <laughs>
0: So, how long have you been working, or not working? Um, been developing games. About two years. So. Wow. Yep. Did you start with Game Maker, or did you just jump right into programming, or, or just
3: jumped right into programming? Taught myself C plus plus and then uh, Objective C, and just started making iPhone games. And. Yep.
0: Do you have any other indie gaming, or indie game
3: developer friends? Uh, not really. Not, like, not really, no. Alright.
0: I was just wondering if there was any uh, activity in
3: Chicago. Not a whole lot, no. Or at least not a whole bunch of my age.
0: Ah, yeah, that would make sense. So, did you do the art? And everything for these games?
3: Yep. Did all the art, did all the uh, graphics and uh, programming. and That's probably why my games take so long to make, because I do everything myself.
0: Is there music in your games, too?
3: Yes. uh, I don't do the music myself. I just find, like, free to use music and include it. Ghost Runner has some good uh, uh, chip tune type music. From uh, I'll try to find a link to that, but yeah, it has a bunch of chip tune music, and then uh, yeah, I don't do the music, but everything else I do the, myself. So,
0: um, Mister Neo, also known as NeoTown, he's in our IRC right now, and he just said that he's seen your other app, um, Crafter Plus.
3: Uh, yes, that's, it's kind of like a Minecraft guide type of app. I made that just, just because, like, I've been really bad at remembering how to craft things in Minecraft, so.
0: I think my I made brother actually. I little app that
3: t- tells you how to craft everything, and.
0: I think my brother has this on his iPod, actually. Really? Maybe. Um, I'm not sure, though, it's, it's a dollar, he's not one to spend money. (laughs) Because, you know, he's 11 years old and he doesn't get money all the time, so. Yeah. So, what do you plan on doing when you're done with high school?
3: Um, learn, I kind of want to learn Unity and start making Unity games. Start trying out different engines and stuff like that. Doing just not using a game engine, that's not going to work forever, so.
0: Yeah. Alright, Ian's being silent, so I'm going to put the spotlight on him. Ian, do you have any questions? Blard. Blard. What Is there work? any,
1: like, company or something you'd want to work at when you uh, get through college and whatnot?
3: Not really, no.
1: Well, do you want to make games for a living, or are you going to go off in some other profession, do you think? I'm going to keep making games, yes.
3: It's definitely the plan.
0: Anybody in our IRC have any questions? It just seems like you guys are chatting about Unity and relate, relating it to Game Maker. I don't think that equal sign belongs there, so... We have no questions, says Cell. Anything at all? <clears throat> you still there, Danny? Yep. Oh, alright, it went really quiet. So, um, I'm checking out your blog right now, and uh, you talked about Minecraft Pocket Edition. What, what do you uh, post about on here, mostly? Just games I'm playing, just
3: games I'm making, stuff like that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Why you shouldn't buy a four gigabyte or er, four gig? Wow, I'm really out of it. Four G iPad. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, I'm looking at your article about why you shouldn't buy a four uh, G iPad.
3: Oh yeah, because like uh, data costs are just ridiculous on every network.
0: Wait, they don't. Verizon doesn't offer unlimited data contracts. Nobody anymore? offers unlimited for the iPad. I don't think. Oh, for the iPad. Oh. I was gonna say, but I have unlimited on mine? What?
3: I have unlimited on my iPhone, but only because I had it before they canceled it. You, if you get a new iPhone right now, you can't even get the unlimited plan anymore.
1: I Just see. anything for us, you can't get unlimited data
0: now, right? So. So, uh, Danny, have you signed up for IndieBurst yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, just throw that out there <laughs> Shameless self-advertising Oh, Ian says that We could always ask the most important question Would that be How to become famous and Amazing? Or no,
1: actually The question was going to be uh, How many girls have you got for making games?
3: Oh, oh, yes. so many no, no, not really, not not much But well, why not? Not much not But much. you still got some, I see
1: Patience, Brad. Patience.
3: <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> okay, that's actually really backwards. part of to say, why do you have a girlfriend, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess so. so. So did you make your little avatar guy by yourself, Danny? Yep. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's got little short stubby
3: legs and... Yeah. I'd like to make a game with like little dudes like that. Someday. Maybe next game.
0: Do it! <laughs> and then what they can do is they take LSD and run around trying to collect as many ponies, and then at the end of the level something random happens. Like you come out of your LSD deck, and then maybe <laughs> you killed a bunch of people, or the town's on Fire, or... You're naked in a park or something.
3: <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a fun game. <laughs> Neo said reproduce asexually. Yep. <laughs> Sims for asexual adventures. Oh god. <clears throat> Yay for IRC. IRC. Uh, IRC's kind of dead today. How come? Do you no love us? Oh, I forgot to post that the show was on Twitter. That's probably why. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they missed everything. Leave it to
0: me to screw stuff up. Um, Indie Radio has been on air for a little while. And it's not a little while. Listen in.
1: All right. Oh, hey, Mike's back online. Is he? He hasn't joined the call yet, though.
0: Okay, chat link, um, Qweb IRC. Yay. Alright, now we should be getting some more people. He is tweeting. Yes, more typing. How about, uh, HedgeMedge out there? You got any questions? I think he fell
2: asleep.
1: (laughs) So cute. Well, what time is it there? I mean, come on. Um, I don't
3: know. Well, it's still the morning in some places, so... I mean, wait, is he in the UK or something? I don't remember. He's in uh, a
0: European country. Um, Finland? No. Yeah. Yes. No. Lovely. Let's let's just tell everybody around the world. Yeah, Finland. Yes, his address is... He lives in the nice shack up on the hill. Hey the Red Ant. Or that Red Ant, sorry. Read that wrong. Alright. You... Alright, so Danny,
3: um... What's your username again? Mm. It's M... Twitter.com slash MGUniverse. Universe. Universe, I'll put that in the IRC. Gotcha. All right. And then did you make
0: your site yourself, or did you use... Yep, made it myself. Nice. I'm guessing you taught yourself that,
3: too? (laughs) Yep. Uh,
0: The indie spirit of making stuff. Uh, Did you, by any chance, uh, join the latest Ludum Dare?
3: Uh, No, I didn't.
0: Oh, gonna ask you about that or your game but you
3: didn't make one are you planning on joining the next one though maybe I've released a game so now I have a lot of free time gotcha speaking of that the
0: judging ends in a day 7 hours 15 minutes and 15 seconds that's pretty cool and also, uh, Unity Pro, they just gave a discount for the members of Ludum Dare and stuff. Basically, it's um, a 20% discount off of the normally $1,500 pro- or product. So that's pretty amazing. Thought maybe you'd be interested in that, Danny? Cell so, just asked, "Did you make a game?" Are you talking to me? Did I make a game for Ludum Dare? I did not make
3: a game for Ludum Dare.
0: Okay, so is asking. No, I did not. Well, I made a game for Ludum Dare, Cell, so, but my parents <laughs> decided to be evil and take my computer
1: for the weekend. What that witch that you live with, or something?
0: Yeah, so I had, like, a half-done game, and it's still only (sighs) half-done. It's one of the difficulties of being a teenager. Yeah, I did contact you. And then I disappeared. (laughs) So, Danny... Have you ever done any, uh, teamwork projects? Uh, not
3: yet, but... You know, to be done in the future.
2: Sweet.
0: So, what would you say is the hardest part of making a game?
3: Um... It's a tough question. Uh, the hardest part is probably... Uh, finishing the game. Just putting everything together and getting everything finished. Because I just kind of wanted to keep working on it forever but that wasn't going to work so I released the game and if I had more time I would have made more levels, I would have added more stuff, but I just kind of wanted to have the game out there. And I don't know. If you try to give yourself a deadline, it's even worse because then you try to rush through things, and then you miss things, and forget about, like, bugs and stuff, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, uh, because you said that, do you... do you abandon projects occasionally? Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> Neo said, welcome to Ludum Dare. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So how many projects would you say that you've started and then just never gotten around to finishing?
3: Um, It's probably been, like, five, maybe. I usually, like, come up with cool ideas and then, like, wow, this is is a good idea. But then I just, like, don't have time to do it or I have other projects I'm working on that I have more interest in working on. And then, I don't know.
0: I'm actually surprised that you only said five because... If you were to look at my old hard drive and my flash drives, there's probably at least 50 projects on there. I started one day, maybe did for a day or two, or maybe a week, and then just... You can probably count them. Let me see. Yeah, Neo said he probably has about 100 to 200. See, it would be really cool if people were to go through all their old games and, like, Start working on them with all their new abilities, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: Neo
0: said emphasis on started. Yeah, the other day I went to this project that I remember that I had worked on ages ago, and I opened it up, and all that was there was two sprites and two objects. I'm like, this is no... (laughs) It was pretty sad. And both Sheep and Fuzzy Spoon have entered the IRC, and Fuzzy Spoon just left.
1: Well, when you have a name like that, how can you help yourself?
3: Sheep is here, though.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a funny one.
3: Uh. (laughs) I bet you've
0: never gotten that one before, Sheep. Sheep, do you have any questions for interviewee? Interview, or something like that.
1: No pressure or anything. Ah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sheep, quick,
0: we have dead air. sheep said oh okay okay um oh here's a good question who who are some of your influences and idols in with making games
3: um i don't know uh team meat i like team meat i like uh how edmund handles like game design and controls and stuff like that like he has the right idea um I don't really know. I, I like all game developers. Everyone inspires me, so. Mm hmm. I don't think it's anyone specific, but. Well, do
0: you have, like, some favorite indies that you like?
3: Um. It's a good question. <laughs> I. I don't know. I play a lot of indie games, so I don't think I have, like, a favorite, but there's a few I like, like. Like I said, Team Meats, that's probably the big one. Uh, Terry Kavanaugh and like VVV, VVV, that's like a really, really good platformer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a smart dude, yeah.
0: I remember back in the day, I was like, I would idolize um, uh, Jesse Venbricks. It was terrible. I'd come home every day, and I'd be like,
2: huh. let's go on his website! woo hoo You
0: have to do his blog, like, once a month, and I'd still go to it every day. It was pretty sad. <clears throat> Only once a day. Only once a day. Yes, Neo, Nitric Rush is fun. <laughs> when did um Exponential Invasion come out?
3: Uh, last Thursday, so... Only a couple days ago, and you've I think already had trailer, a trailer. Uh, the trailer in the uh, IRC,
0: and you've already had a few hundred sales. You said.
3: What? And you said that you already had a few hundred
0: sales. Yep. Wow. Now, how have you been marketing
3: it? Uh, just posting it around Twitter, forums, uh, YouTube, Vimeo, everywhere. Indie radio. Everywhere.
0: Fee, er, yeah, Fee Fee Fox has a question. He said, do you plan on releasing PC games in the future, or rather staying mobile?
3: Uh, probably PC games, yeah, someday. Like I said, I want to learn Unity, so I can, like, make games and release them on everything. Also, I just posted the trailer in the, uh, IRC, so...
0: Yeah, and for those of you that are listening, it's vimeo.com slash group slash indie dev slash videos slash 418-22437. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anybody who's listening to this is probably like, yeah.
1: Can you repeat that? <laughs>
0: Cell asks, can I try to make an English slash Irish accent? Why and would you make us suffer through this? It, I'm not going to do that on the show. Sometimes I can do it, but other times I try to do it, and I just sound oh. like some
3: r- retarded. That's e-walk. what the pre-show is for.
0: <laughs> the pre-show. Oh, God, I just remembered the pre-show. Ian, why'd you leave the IRC? Bad times! Bad times! Yeah, Neo. There is a bit of a post show, the after party. Yeah, we just chatted up on Skype for like half an hour. <clears throat> Anybody else have any questions?
3: Any questions, anyone? Danny, do you have any questions for yourself? Uh, I think I answered all the questions for myself. So,
0: (laughs) Neo, um, we can't play the indie drinking game because everybody on the show is a minor. Well, Danny's eighteen, but under twenty-one. He's an alcohol minor, dude. Thing. Yep.
3: (laughs) Will my next game have math? Uh, (laughs) Probably not. But why not, Danny? I don't know. Uh, I made a game about math, so I kind of want to do something different. (laughs) Variety. Been there, done that. Been there, done that.
0: (laughs) Cell said, then maybe I'll buy it slash pirate it. (laughs) So that's terrible.
1: Yeah, you don't say that until after he leaves.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What has I done? So, what communities are you, what's the word, uh, active in? Like, what, um, who do you usually hang with,
3: <laughs> I guess? Not a whole lot. Uh, Twitter, I guess. I follow, and am followed by, a lot of, uh, game developers, gamers.
0: <laughs> so you don't really hang out in IRCs or, or anything? Not really.
3: Oh. I guess I should, though.
0: Yeah, um... I'm in the, uh... Ludum Dare IRC all the time, and there's a bunch of people in there. Probably, I don't know, let me do a quick estimate. I'd probably say, like, 125 people are in there right now. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's on the same IRC network that our, uh... Chat is in, so if anybody's in the indie radio or er, indie function chat, just slash or er, type slash join and then them Dare, obviously. Oh, Fox said that there's 200 connected right now. My RC client doesn't tell me how many are connected, so I just had to make an estimate on what I saw. <laughs> yep. Sheep said that he watched your trailer and he doesn't quite
3: understand your game. I don't blame him. Uh, it's kind of hard to understand unless you actually try the game, but it's, uh, it's, it's hard to explain in general. It's uh, Sudoku plus chess, I guess. That's like the best way to describe it.
0: Sudoku, chess. <laughs> Oh, Cell, why are you being so mean to me? You're gonna make me cry. I'm gonna cry in the corner. Keep it up, (laughs) Cell. Oh, wait. Bots don't have emotions. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Cell's saying that I haven't had a girlfriend. And he said, C++. C++. Artificial intelligence is not equal to girls. <laughs> yes, it is so.
1: <laughs> so where are we going to tell her? <laughs> She's not real.
0: Wait, tell her. You're going telling... to tell me either her. Oh, you're going to tell my artificial intelligence. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, we need to tell Sierra, of course. Alright, well, um, do you want to drive down to Florida with me and just go tell her? Oh, sounds like a great <laughs> Yeah, line. sure, sure. Perfect. Tell your face, of course. Yeah. Neo says, does it have a name? Does what have a name? The female. <laughs> yes, my girlfriend has a name. Her name is Sierra, and she lives in Florida, so...
1: You're just giving away
0: all kinds of fun information. Yeah. Here's her address while you're at it. Nah. I'm not giving her last name or any other information, though, because she probably doesn't want to. Well, her last name is... We're totally off-topic. All right. <clears throat> so, Danny, is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up the show?
3: Nope, that's about it.
0: All right. So, um, have you started a new game yet?
3: No, just uh, I think I'm going to add more levels and stuff to Exponential Invasion before I start something else. So.
0: Okay. Well, keep us up to date, and we'll um, talk about it on the show then. All right. Cool. Yep. Well, thanks for being on the show. You can stay with us while we do the credits, or you can jump out, whichever you'd like. All right. Cool. Nice talking to you. Yep. And roll music. Thank you for listening to broadcast number 27 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and was recorded using Audacity. All music is found on Newgrounds coming from Nemesis Theory and Three Clicks Fill Up. Thank you again for listening in, and we hope to have you be a part of the next broadcast, which will be May 26th. Have a good weekend, and have fun developing.